Last time on the Guardians of Fahal. The party decided to follow up on the various leads they had looking into Lord Westwood's murder and what could have killed him. Described as a shadow monster and him raving the words wheat as he was killed, Hans and Franz decided to talk to the guild's resident mage and see if she had any ideas into what sort of creature this could have been. As well as Nora and Rowan decided to reach out and talk to their mother, where she teleported via plants to get to them and ended up revealing a little bit more information into Rowan's creation that previously was not told to them. Apparently he had some markings on him that indicated that there was some sort of debt or promise to be fulfilled and his parents assumed it was meant for them and not for him. Una did some more research into the Carley family and Meyerfield itself, trying to see what was going on with Lord Rice's family there. And then they went out to dinner with the Selkie cadets, where mean girl Caitlin was being quite a pain in the ass and Hans and Franz, Andrew's character, decided to call her out on it and it led to a rather tense conversation with her storming off and saying that their village was in trouble. Uh, Perry, Perry's like, what? Oh, just let her be. Well, I'm going to. I don't have anything else to say to her. Luna's been over here doing nothing but talking about trying to protect the village and help your people. And she's done all sorts of things. And then she comes in for a day. And, well, we didn't grow up with her, so we couldn't know what it's like to not like her, Okay. Well, so this is more than just something that happened yesterday. I don't like this girl, and I think she's way more full of herself than she needs to be. I don't care how good she is. You don't need to be such an asshole. Uh, like, uh, Terry's like, I'm not getting in between whatever her deal is with Una. They've always been competitive with each other, and Oren's like, yeah, and Caitlin, don't get me wrong, is an absolute bitch, but she has been a lot more serious the last several months, but that's probably because the original group of cadets she traveled with all died. So she's probably feels a little guilty about that. Well, the yeah, so what happened? Nice to those that are left. I don't know. I wasn't there. Perry's like, I don't know. It was like the first group. There was her and another group of cadets met up very early on when they were going out and exploring. And I think they ran into some sort of trouble with elementals or something. And I, she was the only one that ended up surviving. But, and Oren's like, not that that makes it okay. She's just been hard focused ever since then. But she's always been mean to Una and a bully. It's nothing I can't handle. And it's not about handling it. It's about you need to not be such a bitch. I understand you lose people. You think that I've never lost somebody? That doesn't give you the right to be mean. I think that's just something she needs to learn. She and I have always been opposites in a lot of ways, and our approach to people has always been different. But I think it's a lesson she needs to learn out here in the world versus back home in the village, and I just don't think she's learned it yet. May I introduce to you Professor Hans and Franz of the Social uh, Studies. 
and Hans and Franz is literally just like one round for the professor. <laughs> he's just he's just in a bad mood now, and he just kind of stays quiet. And unless somebody starts conversation with him, he just kind of sits. I just love how you were clapping back so hard. <laughs> I know, right? It's so funny because I was waiting for a good moment for Nora to just be like, you know, you're very rude, but <laughs> she doesn't have to say anything now. I know, it's right? done. Well, it was, I don't know. It... She's 100% of BACTH. Oh, she is. Oh, <laughs> I am totally okay. Because mm-hmm. Una wouldn't say anything. Because she's yeah. dealt with this her whole life, so. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this is 100% a bully. She is 100% a bully. But she's also a, a person and probably has reasons for it. But it doesn't excuse it. She's 100% being a bully and has to grow up. And Hans and Franz is not okay with it. I also find it, I, I didn't kill the moment, but when you said, how does she know I haven't lost people? I almost said, how do you know you haven't lost people? You've been gone all this time. Like, I almost said that. I'm like, no, no, don't don't ruin his moment. He's like killing it with role playing. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. <laughs> well, I would Josh. imagine that we would have lost people growing up just because the nature of the world that we live in. Sure. And then, Josh, wait, your village is being attacked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Like, what happened to your village? What? Yeah. Who died? <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> Like Hans and Franz is over the, you're being mean and whatnot. He's like, what yeah. happened? <laughs> he <laughs> goes straight into in caretaker thing. mode. So, what? You know the cadets? They they got they they died, but she said your village got attacked. Well, uh, our no, village has been under attack. She's not currently under attack. Yeah, she, I think what she meant is we're currently researching this so our village doesn't get attacked again. Or it doesn't get attacked now. Nothing's happened recently Oren says that I know of and I was just home. But you know, the the stuff, the artifact, I mean, that's all about the firsties. <laughs> like, they don't want to attack you. Uh, they do. They they want to eliminate part of our village, not well. Sure, the human part, which is a good portion of our village. Yeah. Eliana and Alice are both like, yeah, they would probably get rid of us if they had the chance. Are you part human? They are human. We are human. We can't turn into seals like they can. They it's don't. The they don't get the blessing like we did. And I'll nudge well, toward Perry. Well, right. So, like, how does the blessing get decided? Do you have to be like pure blood or something? It comes from the ocean. Uh, when we are born, there's <laughs> no. It's just when we're born, we the ancestors decide who gets the blessing, and uh, it is definitely more predominant within families to keep the gift. But it's. Wait, Una, are you technically human? Well, we're, we're all human of sorts. We're just blessed with a gift to change. Oh, okay. Here I thought Selkie was like, you know, you're like, um, what's her face? The, the girl with the whistle. I, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> girl with the whistle? Lynn. Lynn. Christy's oh. character. The changeling. Because she was a changeling. Yeah. Yep. Um. The kazoo. The kazoo. <laughs> uh, it's not until we turn 13 that we are brought between... Uh, brought to the elders and the chief to decide whether or not we have gift and it's a water ceremony that we all go through and then from there we are sorted into our groups I guess you could say um, those of magically inclined those of shifting and then those of fighting and okay so the first order is trying to you know weed out all the people without the blessing not but, just like all yes. humans I mean, they kind of, it seemed like Lou considered anyone without the blessing, you know, not of the same species or race as him. But okay, yeah. I think I get it now. Okay. Basically, they, they believe that they are superior than those who cannot change, shift, um, are not given the gift. And that is the crux of where I think that their group has thrived upon is because they've seen the damage that humans have done to the water, to the oceans that have caused this rebellious stage. And also it doesn't help that they think that they're superior. And a lot of us blessed with a gift are protectors of the ocean up there, such as my mother. So we protect those shipping trades and other sailors who are pre predominantly human and they just find themselves better than them. Okay, so because they got the blessing, that makes them better. In their eyes, yes. Gotcha. Well, I suppose, brother, since I gave you my first magical sword, that makes you better. <laughs> he's like not talking to the rest he of He just shrugs. He's, like... <laughs> he's in a bad mood. Damn, Caitlin! Uh, actually, Andrew, you notice that your sending stone is is beeping or not beeping? It's like lighting up. Uh, all <laughs> <their page>? glowing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just excuse me, guys. I gotta get this. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it and step out. You get it's basically just uh, Rhiannon saying was able to warn the sternest to protect Evelyn. He's personally escorting him here from Breakspear. Hope things are going well on your end. Oh, let's see here. Yeah, we're just getting dinner with a few friends. <laughs> <laughs> I just yelled at a 16, I just made a 16 year old bully have to walk away from the table. Doing research, Nora may have some information from her mother. That's about it. I hope you well. Good night. Oh, I would. Uh, sorry, I would say something about the smoke bomb. The smoke element. <laughs> the smoke bomb. <laughs> Found these wicked uh, smoke bombs down at Harry's fireworks. We, yeah, we, got, we got these fucking, got these fucking <laughs> wicked M80s. We're gonna go blow the back tonight. <laughs> we had to cross over to the blooming. Yeah, we had to, to get them, cross bro. state lines to get them. They're fucking totally <laughs> worth it, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> um yeah because she can't send a reply or anything so yeah, no, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. um 
I'll go back in and whisper. No, I'll wait. I'll tell. I'll, essentially, yeah. whenever we leave dinner, I would have told yeah. you guys what she told me. But unless there's anything else specifically you wanted to talk about with them, we can just say the dinner passes. Una said she'll give them a tour sometime soon. And yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, no. Nope. I guess. Una would want to try to get Oren one-on-one, but it might be difficult because they're kind of being guarded and sequestered. So it would be up to you if she would get a moment or not. And you guys, they're going to walk back to the school because they're not like completely unguarded. Like when you guys are walking back to the school, you could probably grab them alone for a minute. Like the rest of us could walk ahead with the other. Yeah. Cadets. Mm-hmm. Grab them alone for a minute, like take him by the arms and go down an alleyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, totally. Una's just gonna jump his bones. Yeah. Well. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no. whoa, that's not, not, a bit not quite where we were going with that. But um, I mean, if that's what you want to do, then I mean, by I all mean, means, friends, yeah. friends to lover in one hangout session. Yeah. That would not. This is a role-playing good. game, so I guess play your role. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Yeah. No. Sh- uh, we would probably be more towards the back and. Um. It would be like. I've missed you. It's it's been lonely without you here. He like nods and uh, kind of like reaches and like gives you like a side hug, like as you're walking, and just is like, I've missed you a lot too. I've had some close calls well over the last few months, but it feels good to be around you again. And I'm glad that you're safe. I do like your friends. They're pretty funny. I do like that. Do you know like that thing where like he would probably is have his arm high and I would have it low because he's taller than me while yeah, we're walking. Like, like, he's, a, he's, like he's five eight, so yeah. and you're like five what two? I'm five three. So five three. So there's a little bit of a height difference, but he's yeah. not as tall as like Hans and Franz and Rowan are. Yeah. So so no, I it'd probably be like walk hip to hip. You know, it's so, like my arm would be like mm-hmm. around his waist and his would be on my shoulder as we're walking. Um, and she all summon Spreeul and just have him chill. Be like, it's been. Leave room for Spreeul. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. Leave room for the puffin. Um, it's just been interesting learning new things with them. I've definitely missed the ease of you being at my side versus trying to figure out new strategies with new companions he like gives you a squeeze like reassuring squeeze and he said yeah i honestly was really excited about hanging out with you because i kind of thought it would be exactly like it was you know old times in the village pranks goofing off swimming just all the stuff we used to do together but everything feels so serious now it's definitely different but hopefully in a good way you're a lot more stiff. You're not that this is bad, but you've definitely grown up a bit too. Like you just carry yourself differently. It's very, um, you remember like when your dad would be worried that you weren't okay after your mom died and you'd put on like that face of being okay. It's like you have that on constantly now. I kind of need to right now. I don't have a moment to be my playful self. I definitely miss the call of the ocean. It's been too long, but my place is here right now and 
my new friends and companions are where I need to be and this journey is the one I need to be on until the time is right to go back. And you can always be yourself around me. I'm always going to be here for you, even if we're really far away. That is true. And I'll do that, like, hip bumping where, like, I'll bring my hip out and then smash it into him to, like, try to make him stagger off balance. <laughs> He's like, when did you get so good at hip checking? And he, like, hip checks you back. Well, I haven't had practice and I've missed our little contest, you could say. Mm -hmm. He gets like a look on his face and he's like, race you to the school? How about, let's see who can get to the school without being unseen first. No, I will lose that. I oh, can't but it turn... so much fun. I can't disappear. Okay, um, how about, ooh, he like is looking and he's like, okay. And he pulls out like a tiny little like uh, pebble and he's like, let's see if I can flick this and get it to land in Perry's quiver. All right. We'll see who can do it better. Who can get theirs to land in Perry's quiver as we're walking. I'd take that bet. All right. <laughs> let's do, let's do a roll off with, uh, Sounds um, really dirty. <laughs> let's see if we I'll can do a, Perry's quiver. Yeah. Roll off with, uh, uh, it would be it would be a d20, and then you would be adding your dexterity. I'm trying to think if monks um, would add it because it's an improvised it weapon. Attack. Yeah, <laughs> it's arranged. It's it would be your dex, but don't monks get like something with like unarmed proficiency? Yeah, they get a bonus. Yeah, they oh, get to add. They, they, it's a stone. They're just throwing a stone. It's just dex. Improvised okay. weapon. Yeah, she wouldn't be able to add her dex. So you get your dex, you just don't get proficiency. But he would oh, get sorry, his yeah, dex yeah, yeah. and his proficiency, his proficiency bonus. Okay. I I have a 14, so I hope he rolls lower than I do. No! Oh, yeah! <laughs> hey! He's like, we didn't bet anything. Uh, next time. All right, try a kiss next time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, he, now he's like, now that's, that's the... That's the Una I remember. You can kind of see him like look at your face and then he kind of looks at like the pearls that he gave you like in your hair. And then no. he kind of like looks away, like back to looking like down, walking down the street. Yeah, I, I mean, Una would just be walking with him mm -hmm. like in tandem, but probably be leaning on him a little bit. Like just that comfortness of mm -hmm. an old friend, you know, as they're walking. He'll like and just put enjoy his, it. He'll it's weird. He'll put his hand on your like back and pat, but you can almost tell like he's not quite as like in the past. Like his hand isn't quite on as comfortably as it normally would be. It's a little bit like there's a little bit more of like he's trying to be respectful of how he touches you. Lower oh, hand. <laughs> yeah. But he's he's accepting it. Yeah, I guess that leads to a whole new question of oh no, has a friendship changed? Is there somebody else? Is there is are we no longer friends? Is best friend mode gone? Are we no longer best friends? <laughs> or is all of you thinking right now is don't get a boner, don't get a boner. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He would know. I mean, that's probably what he's thinking, but like Una doesn't know anything. No. That. Una's gonna be like, oh, oh shit, I lost a friend. Yeah, no, I just kind of walk and the weird friend tandem and lean slightly <laughs> against him as we're going and 
So I love how, like, when Una thinks of someone like a brother, she's very affectionate, but also, like, very seductive. When it's her childhood friend, there's a little bit more restraint about, like, the sexiness. So Oren just she has to be like a brother. She sexy. She can just be herself. I know. I know. Where it's before cute. she was being it. sexy to entrap a person. I know. And she's not trying to entrap him. She's just being herself. If she mm-hmm. wanted to be sexy, she could be sexy. Right now, she just wants to be Una. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seduces her brother, makes friends with an abolith and thinks that her best friend is no longer her best friend. <laughs> you know, a normal... The complicated normal, emotions of, of but, Una is very interesting. I hate to say it, though, but this feels like the most... like she's going through most, high school. <laughs> yeah, the most teenage logic ever, because this 100... Teenagers have shit judgment in a lot of Did ways. Did I do something feels, wrong? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but she um, is, like... Why does Una he hate me already? You know, she's... Like mentally, she's in that late teen age, you know, where you're constantly second guessing all your different mm-hmm. relationships and can be overly trusting yet very standoffish. So I don't know. I'm trying my best, you guys, to remember what it's like to be oh, no, that it's, awkward it's, it's teen. Oh no, it's spot on. It's spot I, I remember. On. I remember all of the teen angst. So yeah, no, that's that's probably what it is. And then I'll have like real like flying in front of us and playing a teenage boy with like an unrequited crush though is weird like i i'm like i don't know if i'm doing this right because i i have it in a very female mind of i know what that's like but i don't know how to play this from a guy's perspective it's quite interesting Um, uh you you kind of had it right you know don't think about her. Don't get about her. Don't get about her. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to, we used to be really comfortable touching, but now that I'm really attracted to you, I'm like, oh God, oh God, this is, I can't touch it. Where do I, where do I, where, where do I put I, my hand? Why should I not? What do I? <laughs> it would have been different if they had oh. been together this whole time, but since there'd been such a time apart, now he's like, oh wait, I do really care mm. for her. And now I really don't know what to do with with my hands. My hands. Or my <laughs> what, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> or this boner. <laughs> Lizzie's just listening this to close. I'm just a teenage dirt baby. <laughs> On repeat. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll say that like you guys get, escort them back to the school safely and they make their way in for the night. You head back to the guild. I'm going to do a brief cut over to Lauren. Uh, Felix had his regular business for the evening with the Venerable the rest of the afternoon, um, and essentially kind of managed to eventually get to the Noble District and start scouting out, like, and watching, um, the house that Rice is in. Um, not that he's in, but uh, the house that he owns that he's not technically at at the moment. Yes. Yep, and Felix confirms that. It looks like there is no activity in there, like, in terms of, like, a full household, what Felix would know. Like, right now, it is the minimal bear staff. It looks like there are, he sees kind of in the evening, there are six, probably, there's six maids, two gardeners, a cook, and it looks like a steward, and, uh, who are managing the estate right now. And then, there are two guards out front, and then there are two other ones that patrol the guard, patrol the guard, the grounds. 
and it looks like they're not on high, high alert. So he notices kind of like there's breaks in between where there'd probably be like seven to eight rounds where like there's nobody in sight before they would turn corners. So if they keep their pattern and they change shifts about every eight hours. Okay. So yeah, uh, Felix is just gonna uh, spend the night watching just in case there's any change in activity or whatnot. And at one point or another, I'm sure he's halfway thinking, you know what, I can just do this myself. You know, uh, put it like he would. Actually, anything that I could just waltz right in there and do this all and just look and not have to get back and then I'll have all the information and then he stops. Then he remembers the last time he was out and what a fiasco that was. Uh, no, no. Uh, I'll wait. I, I need to, I need sleep. That, no, not happening again. So instead he, uh, finishes, uh, the watch there, uh, until he's pretty much, uh, at the last spot where, uh, you know, in the time of uh, night where he can get away more easily and then he'll take his leave. Uh, shall I continue? Lizzie? Yeah, I was just gonna say that um, Aaron's face when you said the last time it went <laughs> really badly by himself. Aaron's like, what? And I'm like, oh yeah, Aaron will eventually get to hear that audio when he edits it for Felix's special one-shot episode. Cause <laughs> goddamn, that was a clusterfuck where she rolled so horrible. shitty. And then when it was like, Literally, she was about to get nabbed. She rolled shitty, and I rolled one less than her constantly. <laughs> it was the, it was it was a clusterfuck. And it didn't help that I was kind of in the mindset of my bard that I was playing last, uh, because I started doing some social stuff that Felix wouldn't have done. But yeah. Yeah, her, her it ended up being cringeworthy, unfortunately. Her gut <laughs> instinct was, I'm going to turn myself into a young, attractive, sweet-looking girl and pretend I lost my purse or that I'm a waitress or something, and I'm going to make eye contact with this guy I'm following. Like, oh, hi, you're cute. Can't wait to look no. at that. <laughs> it was awful. And it went okay for a bit, but then he really, really failed. Uh, a slate of hand and everything went downhill from there oh, and it's man. only because he was able to hide really really well that he got out of that it was literally a chase scene with just oh my god it was ridiculous anyway um you are you staying there the whole night because you probably would have wait sundown would have been at like 7 30 that's when you probably could have snuck in and watched so then you're eight hours in um and that would put you at like 3 30 in the morning uh is that when you're you're leaving for the night and going back to rest uh he'll probably uh wait until maybe four or five okay give me yes. a give me a constitution check oh yay uh that actually ended up being 20. Okay. You are not going to have a level of exhaustion. <laughs> but you are able to sneak out um, 
and just essentially go back to your normal house to sleep in. And then, um, in the you said you had business in the morning. You were gonna do, yeah, with them, yeah. Um, actually, when the markets open, do you want to hit that now or in a bit? Yeah, yeah. The markets would open by the time Felix wakes up because I'm sure he sleeps until like ten. They're open. Um, he might want to go earlier. Actually, um, he might try to hit them before he goes to sleep because they probably would be open like really early in the morning. At like five, I think they would probably open at six. So if he's gonna wait and not go to sleep, I'm gonna need another constitution check from you. Okay. Uh, he probably would go home and sleep then. Okay. Yeah, he can go to the morning. He can go to the market in the morning at like 10 or 11. Okay. Uh, so yes goes to sleep. All right. Uh, we'll just handle your business of what you're doing in the market uh, and what supplies you need to get to before I jump back to them because I need to figure okay. out when you guys are meeting up again with him. So go. Felix goes to the market. Which market does he go to and what is he looking to buy? Um, he actually goes to the face step market uh, and he starts looking around uh, and he's looking in particular for some fey fish. Uh, he finds it. It's a little pricey because he has to get it, it. It comes exported from the fey realm, but you know, he gets it. Uh, and then he's going to go back home actually and uh, write a letter that he pretty much spent the night before kind of composing as he was on watch. Mm -hmm. And uh, after uh, thinking a moment, he also grabs a package that he had uh, in his room that's uh, a bit lightweight. It's a uh, present of sorts. And uh, he pulls out some fake candles and uh, an herb mixture from a jar, uh, lights the candles, and puts the fish uh, probably on a nice little plate, <laughs> uh, sprinkles some of the herbs onto the fish in the plate, and then puts some into the candle flames. And then he says, I did say he wrote a letter, yes? Yep, I, yep, you got it want to make sure I didn't miss a step. And then he uh, puts the uh, after he puts the herbs, uh, some of the herbs into the fire, he or candle flames. Blah. I haven't talked a lot. Like, it's been too long since I've talked, guys. I'm starting to stutter and stuff and get lost. Did you uh, not hear my opening tonight? The murder murderer. The um, and then, uh, he grabs a bell and rings it. And then in Sylvan, he says, I humbly request a swift messenger. And he waits. Probably about five minutes go by, and then he hears a little... And a regular-sized uh, black cat that's fur is, like, black and has a little bit of a purplish sheen to it as well, and blue eyes shows up, and then um, nods its head at you and purrs, and then goes and starts eating the fish. And you can see, like, on its uh, body, it has, like, a collar where you can slide in 
uh, message. Uh, Felix uh, carefully slides the message in. Uh, I have a gift that I'd like to have delivered as well. Would it be possible for you to carry this? And he holds up the little package. Uh, the the cat kind of looks at you and is like, Meow, and just goes back to eating the fish. And you kind of take that as, yeah, go ahead and tie it on me. Uh, he does so. And then uh, the cat finishes, takes a moment, like licks its paws, kind of grooms itself, and then nods at you respectfully, and then like skitters off. <laughs> yep, skitters <laughs> off like it's got the zoomies and just disappears. After a moment, Felix cleans up, and then uh, before he forgets, grabs a um, a ball of yarn and puts it into one of his pockets. And uh, I guess, depending on, I didn't know, I guess it depends on what time it, it is now. Probably close to lunch. Okay, so he's probably going to go grab some lunch then. Okay. Uh, what is his plan? Is he going to wait for it to get a response back before he goes and meets up with everybody? Or is he going to uh, leave before that? He's honestly not expecting... A uh, quick response at this point, because uh, letters take time to respond to, and uh, the person he's writing is kind of busy very frequently with their own ventures, and so uh, he's gonna go get something hearty to eat before he his stomach eats itself, and uh, yeah. meet up with the group again at two at the Shepherd's Crook like they had decided? I think that's what you guys said. Potentially. Okay. okay. Anyone? I, think, I I don't remember planning on meeting, so I think Felix was going to come to us. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, he goes to get lunch. And after eating, he's uh, walking by the university to get to wherever you guys are staying, probably. And he smells something uh, and he just feels tired. And he's just like, oh, God, that's coffee. That's coffee. I really want some. He hesitates. And then he goes to the coffee shop that all the students usually go to and pays an arm and a leg for... Not literally, but you know, he pays the very high price for coffee. He gets, he pays 10 gold to get coffee. Yep. <laughs> it's a luxury item. <laughs> uh, and then heads to the guild. Is he going in disguise mm. to the guild or is he going as himself? Uh, at this point, he probably goes in disguise again. Um, okay. the same disguise, you know. Uh, it's probably fine for, you know, yeah, her to be seen around them again. Okay, sweet. All right, guys, what do you do? If there was anything you wanted to do on the way back from the school, taking the cadets home, let me know. Otherwise, like, the morning is yours. Um, you can do whatever you wanted. I think Rowan would want to go to the, um, the temple early and see if he could talk to someone um, earlier to bed, oh. probably. Yeah, I probably would have mentioned it to the group as we were walking back that uh, 
Luvenia said to maybe check the um, temples for leads on that. And so if that's what you're going for, Rowan, he'd either come with you if you want company or just leave it to you. I think Nora's coming with me anyway, so. I would go back to the school. Hans and Trons would be in the forge. <laughs> All right. You're going to the, the temple of the goddess of death, I think, right? That's who you talked to before, Triss? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm basically there for moral support and to find out whatever my brother finds out. <laughs> That's what I was, I kept forgetting what I was going to talk to mama about and it was the past lives but that's kind of what this whole trip is for so we'll we'll let that lie I feel like you told her about the past live things though when they first came to visit and she didn't know that much like she said I know that happens with some elves She's not, she doesn't have any memories right now so you might be right you guys go to the temple to the goddess Moria and uh there's again the people who are veiled there. Someone greets you um, and asks what they can help you with today. Um, I was wondering if um, I was wondering if there's someone higher up in the church that I could talk to. I have some some questions. Well, they. Uh, they're usually busy, but what what kind of questions do you have? Um, questions about um past lives, I think. <laughs> they're all curious. Like mm, people don't have past lives; we just all have the one life that the gods give us. They're all really shitty on their like religion. Can I speak to your manager? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you came in asking for the manager. That was quite the Karen thing to do. I know. Like, didn't ask if they could help you. Just immediately, like, can yeah. I speak to your manager, please? Um. <laughs> um. Nora, do you do you remember who who we talked to last time we were here? see. I think her name was Sister Triss. Oh, I can go see if she's available. Um, she's not really high up in the organization, but I, I can go find her for you if you've spoken to her before. Just give me one moment and they'll they'll leave uh, you in the in the lobby area. Kind of show where you can sit down if you want. And then uh, they're they're gone for like twenty minutes or so, and then uh, they come out with another veiled person, and they walk up to you, and they're like, "Oh, hello, uh, Nora and Rowan, right? I believe." Yes, that's correct. Um, what can I do to help you? Um, I don't know if I'm at the right place. Um, but. I've I've been experiencing some strange, I guess, things um, that someone told me may be related to past lives. And 
was basically wondering if you knew anything about that if you could if you could help me with that in any way um i don't know anything about past lives um she's like thinking about it like that's like that's a blessing specifically given to the fae right with their with your gods it might it might be well, I know that the official doctrine, at least from Moria, and the uh, is that all souls go to her, not multiple lives. Um, so, if you're looking for answers on multiple lives, I probably won't be able to help you or anyone else here. But um, I could beseech the goddess. She is the goddess of fate, and also, um, hang on, let me look up what her other domains are. Because this girl knows, I just don't remember. Oh, Moria. Uh, fate, souls, judgment. I could try to light some sort... I could try to meditate and see if I could get a, some sort of guidance for you. That would that would be wonderful. Thank you. Um, is there a way that I could... Um, a way to reach you if I, if I receive a vision? Um... If you leave a message for me at, um, at the Merchants Guild, that would probably be the easiest way. All right, I will. I will do that. Um, she kind of. You can tell with her. You can't see her face, but you can tell with like her posture and like her uh, voice. Like she feels kind of sad. She doesn't have more of an answer for you. <laughs> She's like, oh god, this is not my specialty. Um, is there anything else I could help you with? Um, did she did she talk to Nora? Yes. This is something to Nora the last time. I was not privy to that information, but yeah. So, nothing for Rowan. (laughs) I did want to ask regarding last time I was here. Um, do you think that there's anything else you could tell me? (laughs) Look, honey, I see a lot of people every day. I don't remember every question I've been asked, okay? Um, no, I feel like she would. No, I, I, you guys are specific visitors because like half elves and elves wouldn't normally come to like the, the human god of death for answers. I think she would remember, but it's just. Like, it's just, okay, it's it's funny to me as a DM because, like, she just knew you weren't telling her everything about why you wanted to know about what happens, like, with spirits and angry and other stuff and, like, mortalities. Like, she knows kind of, like, you had other questions, but you're like, is there anything else that you can tell me? It's like, she doesn't know, I'll tell you about what? Like, what we talked about, I'm trying to think of how to have her answer because she's not as, she... Nora's trying to figure out exactly what to say as well. Yeah, she has like no idea how um, to lead into this conversation. Yeah. So I think being somebody who's used to dealing with grieving people who aren't always co- coherent all the time or who have something in their mind that they're not able to express, she's probably more like intuitive than I am. So she's probably would say, um, you would have to be more specific. There was 
quite a few things we did talk about when you came to visit the first time. If I remember, it was about your village and there was spirits being angry um, and things like that. But And there was other things, too, that weren't necessarily spoken that I could have misjudged. Um, I was curious if you knew of any way to potentially... Um, and it might be completely out of the question and completely um, illogical, but is there any way to commune with the dead of sorts to speak with them? Actually, there there is. Um, there's a few ways. The easiest is if you actually have their body, I could, I could do a ritual to ask a few questions to them, but... Otherwise, if it's more of there is no body or they've been dead a very long time, I would have to try to reach out to their spirit past the uh, the the veil to be in contact with them. But it, it can be done. That way is a little bit more unlikely to get an answer sometimes. Okay. That's all I needed to know. Thank you. And oh. she's gonna scurry off, like, oh, kind of, like, almost, like, oh. stepping back behind Rowan, kind of being that, like, mm -hmm. please don't notice that I'm here any longer. <laughs> like, um, she's trying to hide. She, she's like, um, uh, well, if there's anything else, you do know to find me here, but I will, I will light a candle on behalf of your request, Rowan, and see if Moria can give me some guidance, even if it is into the, the nature of the even though um, the Fae spirits, I believe, go somewhere else, certainly she at least has enough knowledge to give me insight into something that you're asking. Thank you, Sister Triss. Um, yeah, and if there's nothing else, she'll kind of like, you know, say goodbye to you guys. Uh, Una, you go to the school. Uh, you, you're researching Abolus. I am, I am. Um, you have basically the morning with the cadets. Uh, Caitlin doesn't really talk to you at all, uh, and is just purely in her books. Um, and, uh, the rest of the cadets are kind of talking amongst you. It distracts you a little bit, or an occasionally, uh, will show you, like, Una, I've had this pencil bounced for two minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> I would try to, like, as weird as it is, Hesperial, like, flap his wings to make the pencil fall. No! Don't! <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, like, scowls at you. I'll just grin. Just, just grin. Mm -hmm. And then occasionally when you're in your books for too long, like, he'll, you'll get, like, a little paper wad that, like, flicks up against your head and it has a note on it that says anything interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess if there was something, be like, nope, just, just smile and shake my head, yep. no. And then he'll he'll flick another note occasionally, and it's basically like, question. I think Fiona brushes her hair ever. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, I, I mean, I would just answer as silly as possible with a smile on my face the whole time. It's it's very it's very like immature note passing and teasing, but with all of it, you are able to. Oh, what? How high can the disc go? It's at waist level, right? Yeah, I think it can hover like ten feet off the ground. No, wait, maybe not ten feet. 
floats three feet above the ground. I'm totally gonna summon that and sit on it while we're in the library, if possible. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, there's a little bit of like reaction of like, what the hell? And then um, uh, the two more bookish students um, are super interested in like arcane magic and you almost get the sense that they want to try to learn how to do this too. Yeah. Like your book learning of it. Um, Oren like wants to eventually like see like, can you move it? How can you move it? He Then he's like, wait a minute, tries to make it be like a surfboard and have it be pushed around the room and Perry like pushes him on it. Like, you know, <laughs> and right. uh, uh, shenanigans <laughs> happen basically. With your study, you find some stuff on the Aboleth. You find out that they're from different planes. They live a long time and they basically have one soul essentially. So they remember everything for like millennia. They're usually malicious and want to have like thralls. Um, it sounds like the picture in the book though, from the one that's what Spreul saw in the shadow, the Spreul saw that one of its tentacles looked like it was missing though. So the one that is definitely here is injured and under the aqueducts. Okay. I guess I would ask Fiona, or I guess learning this, I'd want to, see if they had books on banishment or ways to like get a creature back if they have something like that um probably with your time with the app it, it's like lunch time okay um are you gonna go back to the guild to see if you guys meet up with felix or are you gonna stay there and keep researching um because we agreed upon noon i'd probably go back with felix and then maybe come back and take him to the zoo or whatever if they have time and then evening research on that. Woo! So basically everything that we already knew about the Evelyn. So that's nice, except that it's injured. We learned that fun fact. So not totally pointless. So we'll say for sake of brevity, uh, unless there's anything, Andrew, I know Josh, you're in the forge. Are you doing anything in the morning, Andrew? Or are you staying at the guild and just waiting for news? Probably just hanging out. Um, okay. I don't have any thing in particular that he'd be doing. For sake of expediency, you're all kind of hanging out for lunch, and the familiar uh, disguise of Felix as that young girl. Uh, <laughs> what did we say that came in with the dad merchants? <laughs> That's yeah. what she, we described it as. That disguise comes in, and you clearly recognize that disguise as Felix's. Uh, he heads right on over. Mm -hmm. Did oh. you find anything out? Do you need help? Is it impenetrable? Yeah, uh, little girl, do you need any help? I will fling these peas at you. <laughs> well, well, if you're gonna clean nice. them, make sure you use a spoon. Here you go. <laughs> what did she say? Or what did he say? She said, I will fling these peas at you. Oh. <laughs> uh, right. Yes, yes. Look, I don't know how to fine. talk to a person in disguise, okay? Look. All right. Look, uh, if you want, honey, you can call me Felicia. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Alicia? Felicia. Oh. Okay. All right, Felicia. I take it back. 
But you can't, you just told us. You already said your name, Felicia. That is doubt. Felicia. Look, okay, fine. Fine. Sticky and cheeky. I'm I'm sorry, what? You're now sticky, he's cheeky, pointing at it. On some fronts. Chicky? Am I hearing that right? Yep. <laughs> Wait, he he's chicky. And, and I'm chicky. I thought you just called me honey. Changed my mind. You don't deserve something quite as sweet. I'm very confused why you're calling us that, but that's what you feel you need to do. I'm a very sweet person. <laughs> At least I thought I was. I'm sorry, Felix. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets yeah. up and he walks away. Uh, a bit louder. I thought you'd like to know what I found. We can tell. No, this can't wait. Does Hans and Franz have like stress-induced IBS or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, he uses it as an excuse to get out of a conversation. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> it worked once and he's like, this is genius. Doing it forever. Yeah. I got this one bit. Felix sighs. Right. Uh... Rice, a bit more quietly, he says, Rice is not currently at his city estate. Well, there are the uh, normal amount of staff maintaining it. It is entirely possible that we could all sneak in, which I am inclined to do after sleeping on it with your assistance. Do you want to help you get all in? of us or just the ones of us who are more stuffly inclined? I wouldn't object to all of you, but be completely honest. If I only do have to, can, if I only can take one person, it'd be him. And he nods to Rowan. What? Why me? Because apparently you can sense those creepy mist things. I suppose that's, that's true. Look, I don't have magic. That sounds like lots of magic and I'd really rather not die. So you lots from, from what I understand, you fight, look, I know you fight with magic a lot and it would be probably a good idea for you all to come with just in case there is one of those things there. That makes sense. One of what things? The miss things. Oh, oops. Sorry. We've got so much magic nonsense going on right now. I was like, do you think there's another obelisk there? That would be terrifying. Uh, <laughs> just in I'm, a giant slave just pops up through the bath t- like the bathtub looking oh for God. me there's so no way that that abolesce would fit through those pipes his good man you don't know his ooze oh uh, wait another what now Ab- 
We found one in the sewers, maybe. Uh, I already rolled for knowledge, and I rolled poorly, so... Yeah, you have no idea what that is. He blinks slowly. It's some sort of creature of the deep. They, they have mind stuff. And they can um, turn you into a wet zombie. It is currently injured. I do know that now. So... You you do want us all to come with you, or you only want Rowan, but if we all come with, that's okay too. It probably it'd probably be best if you all came. God, I'm terrible at sneaking. I want you to know that. Well, well you could maybe be a distraction outside or a lookout outside. Yeah, I don't think they want us out to I I don't think I'm supposed to be in those districts, man. Probably we talked about this last time. Oh, that's true. Well, uh, look, unless you're wearing something very, very noticeable, it shouldn't be too difficult to sneak in, quite honestly. There aren't very many guards, uh, even on the main path. I mean, I'm not going to make that decision. What do you guys think? Do y'all want to go with? I mean, if when it hurt, we could all go. And then we know that how it went. Honestly, I think Rowan would be the least likely choice, but if he needs to be there, then it makes sense for all of us to go. No offense to you, Rowan. You're just kind of big. I do have my hat of disguise. That is true. Uh, well. Brother, Nora, I'm in the bathroom. I mean, I'd be okay with going. I'm not super great with hiding or anything, but I suppose I could turn into something that could be. Well, here, I'll tell you a bit more. There are six maids at the moment. Uh, Very likely a steward, a cook, uh, maybe a butler or two, two groundskeepers, two guards, out front, and then another two patrolling the grounds. And the two patrolling the grounds and at the gate, they change every, oh, eight hours or so. And, and the ones patrolling the grounds only cross the main path about once every five minutes. It's really not the best security. So how do we think there's something to have then? If it's that ill-guarded? Sometimes an illusion of there being nothing there is enough to deter some people. That doesn't make any sense to me, so it must be right. (laughs) Sometimes people hide things in the open, not thinking that people would think to bother. Precisely. Because if it's in the open, it's not worth very much. Yeah. As a a metatextual thing, because Felix would have this information, because I know what the estate looks like, it's probably an average between six rounds and eight rounds before, like, the guards would cross an area. How big is this estate? It is... Hundreds of... I wasn't going to say it. Great tracts of land. Yeah, the wall area... Uh, 
Width, it is 230 feet by... Hundreds. 170 feet. Like, Man, did Felix have a survey crew yeah. out there? <laughs> have what? <laughs> so realistically, God. it would take us like two-ish rounds to get to the manor. But, but no, like this is, so Hans and Franz would ask, you know, like if he thinks that it's reasonable for us to get through as a group in the time that it would take for the guards to like be far enough away to not hear us. And Felix thinks that's a good idea for the, all of us to come. Then I have no problem. I was just waiting to hear back from the last two people in the party. Yeah, let's go. Weren't you in the bathroom? Yeah, I came back. Were you actually ah, so you were uh, eavesdropping? No, no, I missed the first part. I missed the first part, but when brother asked, you know, what do you think? Should we go? And like, yeah, let's do it. I don't care. So you go anywhere. My brother goes, and Nara goes, and Rowan goes, and even Launa goes. In that order. In that. Well, no, not necessarily in that order. All right, then. Uh, Time to break into a building. Mm -hmm. Time to bring the toys. I can finally be sneaky, you guys. Well, we'll see. You could could finally try to be sneaky. Dude, I'm invisible. Let's be honest here. Yeah, but sneaky or invisible isn't the same thing as quiet. That's true. What kind of, I know, what time of day are you going to sneak in? Like midnight? Yeah, I'm moving this whole thing up to Felix. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, however, I was going to say, this is a lot of pressure to put on Lauren as a player. So as a player to players, I think you guys all need to have a little bit of an input on an input. Yeah, we would definitely do it after dark. Yeah, like probably even even later than midnight, probably like two or three in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Wherever that shift change happens, probably. Uh, you know, that time. happens about three, three thirty, I think, is what. Yeah, and you want to do it? You want to do it closer to the end of their shift because that's when they'll be the tiredest. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So probably and like, so like So if we, so if we, well, and we may have to be in there for a bit, so even like one thirty-two. Sure. <laughs> Narratively, I find this entertaining. Like, so you guys are gonna plan things, right? We'll say you you plan your break-in. You're going to do this at 2 a.m. Where are you meeting? And also, there's still going to be a wall to get... You have to figure out how you're getting into the Noble District itself because it does have a separate wall area. How tall is the wall? For, to get into the Noble District, it's probably like 30 feet. Are there any shops along the wall? Yeah, there's probably some shops along the wall and also some like... Like against the wall. Yeah, because again, these things are not 100% mapped up to size. That's that's what I'm asking. So if we can get into like an alley and get to the wall, that's my big concern. I don't want to be on the main street trying to climb Out in the open. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, no, there's some smaller streets you could duck into to try to get up here. That's where Felix probably would have had to do it. Okay. Okay. Because he still had to get up on a building to be able to jump up somewhat high. So yeah, if we could, because then 30 feet up somewhere just like behind a shop building, we, Felix could run a rope and we could just use that rope to climb. 
Okay, okay. so recap. Felix will go up to the top of the wall, time it with the guards inside Royce's manor, get the timing down, and then as the guards that are on the top of the wall come, Felix will then come down, wait for those guards to pass, get the timing down, go back up, throw down the rope, then, and Nora will go with her, then it'll be Una, Rowan, Josh, Hans, and Franz, and me, Andrew, Hans, and Franz, <laughs> will go up. And then in the second round, it'll go down. And when Una gets up, Una will work on setting the grappling hook to go down. And when I get up, I'll grab the grappling hook from this side. And then we go down. And then uh, reverse order, or same order going down, except Felix will go last. So that Felix can grab the grappling hook and climb down on its own. Ready, and break. <laughs> and then cake, uh, I think. And then cake. Yes. Cake or death. What time and where are you meeting? Uh, we probably have to meet up well before dark, or at least mm-hmm. our group be in town. Well, Felix is there. Yeah, we'll probably just go wall. to the novice or something. And well, yeah, so, somewhere over by the East Market. Yeah. Well, there's a place in the Billows that we can go. Well, we but we want to be away, in though. the East Market. That's yeah, we want to be as oh, close to where we're going across as we can be. Is there a bar or something, or is that primarily residential? And, well, there's we government buildings and stuff. And if we can find an inn near there, yeah, that would be great because yeah. we're gonna need a place to go back to because we can't go back out the city. We don't want to necessarily go back yeah. out. I would say probably an, the inn. The inn would work. There's like an inn you can find. We'll say that it's close to where your side street that you're gonna try to go in on is, and it will call cool. it. The uh, the nobles' way. <laughs> That's a bit on the Sounds nose. Like I, like uh, I know, right? I would like to, if possible, um, cast water breathing in everyone, just in case we can't go back the same way and we have to run out to the river or something. Because okay. that lasts like so, a really long time, doesn't it? Twenty-four, 24 hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. So we do that hotel so, room before we leave. So then, here's something I want to just kind of go over as well. What's our plan when we get in there? That's the, and then what? <laughs> and then profit? That's right. Yeah. That's right. I don't know. I never Felix thought I'd get this far. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we looking for? What are we, we, are we investigating? For documentation that ties hostility and or wrongdoing slash maybe something magical? I okay, think probably what would make most sense is like if he has maybe like a private study mm-hmm. or um, just like something that we could potentially investigate documents. So do we go on. up or down first? Uh, I would imagine up. like a magical laboratory thing would be down. A study would be up. So we yep. go up the study first. Study yeah. first, I think. So we go in, we go up. Let Felix and whoever wants to look. Being quiet the entire time because uh, the maids and other servants very likely sleep on the top floor. They sleep on the top? No, they usually sleep on the bottom because it's 
Wait a minute. Yeah, usually they're on or the. Oh, okay, I got that mixed it, up. It depends. It uh, really depends on what they're doing. It depends on the top floor. And you could have a hoe sleeping in the room next door. You don't know his life. Yeah. Felix would say that it's possible for them to be up or down. Like, it just really depends. Normally, the cook will sleep in the kitchen. Sometimes the steward or the gardeners will sleep in a different part of the house. Uh, the maids can either sleep up or down. It just really depends. It's not uncommon to have, like, maids and stuff, like, on the top floor in case, like, they need something in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're just kind of shunt. Usually so. you have, like... The people who would be on the top floors, which this doesn't really apply here, but would be like ladies in waiting kind of things. Mm -hmm. Or it would be um, maids who are deliberately looking after the person while they are here. Mm -hmm. um, and then the people that were in the lower area would be like the groundskeepers. Ian is right in a way. Like, why wouldn't he have? <laughs> I mean, he would totally have somebody who He's would wait on boy. an why foot. Why so, wouldn't he? There's got to be at least one or two but that are probably on the top yeah. floors. But if he's not here, would she be up there sleeping? Anyway. It's a nicer bed. <laughs> so yeah, they, I mean they don't they don't change their bedroom space. Well, yeah. but if she's even still here, maybe she went with. Yeah, anyway, that's with regardless of the point. Anyways, so we're gonna go up, we're gonna be quiet. And then look around for a study, do whatever, and then then go or then keep looking. I'd say keep looking, see if there's a laboratory basements or good well, hiding. So spot. if we find something if we find something upstairs, I'd say get out. Okay. Mm -hmm. If not, yeah. then go to a basement. So we get out. We do. There's trees in the yard, so we can kind of hide while we wait to time the guards up top. Yeah. Um, which is good. However, things go to shit. What's our plan? Do we just scatter? Try and get Better, to the river, try and get over. I'd say don't fuck with I mean, if you think you can climb, climb. If you think you can outrun, outrun. I think that would be what it is. Okay. Then what? Uh, Which way does the river flow? South. south? Go south. South. Yep. Okay. It goes towards the academy. Um, I mean, if anything, let's just if We'll have the water breathing. Scatter. Yeah, you'll have the water breathing. Scatter and maybe meet back at the grove. The yeah, where that's kind of what I was your, thinking too. Yep. Your thing. If worse comes to word. Since the river flows south, there is a large bridge at the at, at the end of the city. No, we probably won't get completely out. Felix knows that's well, right. No, no, no. But he's but saying it, but under the bridge. south versus going to the because the your the grove is area is north east and yeah. since you're flowing yeah, the grove, south, the grove is like south. over this way somewhere yeah somewhere. so i think I josh you're just point. saying it makes more sense to meet at the south right by that bridge well it does yeah we're getting up. we're getting in the river we're going to stay low in the water let the current take us out of the city because we can breathe we're not gonna we don't have to come to the surface yeah and because that is a large bridge, we can be underneath it and meet underneath the bridge. And then we'll just have Nora will, and Felix will be able to get over the wall. So they'll be together. So Nora doesn't have to worry about swimming if she chooses not to. Right. Are there any defenses around the academy? There was 
like grades that you can get under, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. This, Underneath the bridges. We're able to get under it. Because the, yeah. the grates are there to stop ships. Yep. Okay. Not swimmers. Yeah. Also, like, and and Felix can tell you that there's at least none things in the river that should probably hit you if you did have to jump in and get out. Yeah. But you also said one area was well lit, like here. The bridge is yeah, well. The bridge, the bridge in the keys is oh. well lit. But underneath oh, we're it, we're already weighted down with yeah. gears. We yeah. yeah, we'll be bottom. Yep. Yeah. Almost at the bottom. But I'm like, don't think of them. You wouldn't want to meet on top of the bridge because that is That's well. He's talking said. about the yeah. south yeah. Yeah. bridge, like the out of town, the southern one. Okay, yeah, the yeah, southern one, good. underneath, like the underneath mm-hmm. the support structure, like on yeah. on the yeah. north bank. And then okay. if Felix and Nora get separated from everyone else, if he hops over the wall and everyone else swims, what he they go back to uh, the the noble's way, they go back to the guild hall. They'll meet us at the bridge. Uh, they won't be able to get out of town. Yeah. The, the gates are on lockdown. But then we'd have to get into the water because the walls out on the outside of town are significantly higher than the ones on the inner side. Um, I would say considering yeah. Nora's got her like animal shape, unless this is going to take longer than like two hours, then um, she, three hours she's going to Three hours now. Um, sh- well, I guess technically six hours because she could recast it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to take longer than six hours. So she should be fine finding a way to get out of here because she's got the spider walk. Um, yeah. Like being able to kind of yeah. get out on her own. So I wouldn't worry about making sure Nora can get out. Um, I would more worry about you guys getting out and figuring out if our meeting place is going to be at the bridge, she would meet you guys there somehow. Yeah. We'll say at the guild is our meeting place if and we get separated. Somebody's not there at sunrise. Then you know something. That is. Sounds uh, like plan. Everyone, I prepared these cyanide capsules. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta put the, we gotta do the tooth implants. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't have to get a good berry. You get a good berry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good berry. <laughs> 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 only eat this if you get captured it stops yeah. them from being able to use zone of truth on you well, there yeah. you go <laughs> it makes everybody more <laughs> yeah so the rest of the day it's yours I'm assuming you guys probably took a while London to plan, but... makes it makes two extra grappling hooks <laughs> never have too many yeah, I mean, I just want to go research banishment and talk to Fiona to see if she has the ability to banish things. We, we don't actually RP anything out unless you have something particular. Do you, you tell know. Rhiannon that you're breaking in that you're breaking into his house? Yeah, why would I, let, I tell her that? Okay. She's going to ask you, do you have a way to break the locks? Yeah, Felix... If if you're telling Rhiannon about breaking in and the lot like that he's helping you, she'll feel a little bit more reassured. And then she's like, "I wish I could actually help because I can magically undo locks." But you can. Well, how do you think I break out of here? I want that ability. That's 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 pretty awesome. It'd be nice to have you long, but now we don't want you 
if we get caught, that's on us. We don't want you getting caught. She looks frustrated. She's like, I hate being trapped in here, not being able to do anything. I literally spent most of the, my day trying to get news from Sophia or just hearing guards talk. I hate that I can't actually do anything. Well, just thinking in about a week's time, you're going to be the star of the show when you take us up to the party. We'll have to think of your guys' actual cover for that. I have some ideas, oh, but... I have an idea as well. You know, it's dangerous out there. You shouldn't go alone. So why not bring five adventures from the guild, you know? I don't think I want it associated with the guild, necessarily. Um, I would recommend you're my guards, like my knights, and my ladies-in-waiting. Yeah, that works too. The only problem is you. I don't know what that means. Bryce knows what you look like. I don't oh, know how to... yeah. Well, hmm, I was going to say I could borrow Rowan's hat of disguise, but then that doesn't allow yeah. Rowan to use it. Nora's probably going to want to have, like, I don't know. She can probably get away as a half-elf if she just kind of ties her hair up and wears it under a bandana. Una's fine. Rowan will need a hat of disguise. Your brother could at least pass as a knight, like as one of my men at arms. Um, it's just you. I don't know if I want to say you're one of my bodyguards or if... Because <sighs> Rice knows what you look like. It could be that as part of your language and cultural teacher, you wanted to introduce me to more of your culture. But that's might be taken the bad way. Ooh, she kind of like smiles. I think that would really annoy him if I invited someone as my guest of honor, but that would not be, com that wouldn't be completely unheard of. Many times if there's a visiting ambassadors or other family members, um, the invite says my household staff that I need, I could say that, and it's not unheard of to bring a cultural ambassador. We should probably bring Felix with us too for breaking and entering if we're going to be doing scope oh, yeah. there. Yeah, no, we've already discussed it with Felix, right? We did discuss with Felix? No. <laughs> Not the Harvest no, Festival. Not the Harvest Festival, but... I thought, we brought, just... I thought we had mentioned it to him. I'm pretty sure yeah. we were doing last session. I think I think we mentioned we going. We told him we were going to break in. We didn't invite him along to break in. We told I him thought we did because it was like, <laughs> do we need to do this one? Or do we need him, do we need you to come with on this one? And then we got, and then Both. Josh and I got into our circular. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. I can't remember anything beyond yeah, the circular I can't talk. Either. So okay. I, well, she'll, she'll, regardless, she'll, yeah. yeah, she'll say, if you're comfortable, the problem with making you an ambassador is you might draw a little bit of attention and have people question you. So if you're comfortable okay. under social situations and coming up with just being an ambassador, then I think I would trust you with it. But otherwise, I just don't think I could pass you off as being one of my normal servants. Yeah, no, that stuff. makes sense. Um, and let me just say, I'm way more comfortable making stuff up talking than the DM is. <laughs> What's DM? Is that a is that a Bendaya phrase? I don't know. Yeah. Well, sometimes we say DM, sometimes we say narrator, you know, it depends. Mm. Narrator, why? <laughs> uh, 
If we are going to do that, depending on the success of this, I do actually think that we need to do some training. I need to teach you all how to be household staff, and Sophia can help, and Felix will help with this too. But that will be a separate issue. Yeah, do you want to do it here? Do you want to sneak out at night and do it? It'd be hard to explain why all of you are in here. I'll probably have to try to sneak out at night. Um, can Sophia... Will Sophia be able to sneak out with you? She's kind of normally the person that I have pretend to be me, so probably not. It'll probably just have to be me. But Sophia will be there at least to help you because I'll be a little bit separated from everybody at the party. I won't have my ladies' maids just following me around everywhere. That actually would be nice if you were the ambassador because you could stand next to me and hear, you could keep an ear out for the nobles talking too. I don't yeah. know what Felix is cover is going to be uh she can tell that hans and franz all of a sudden starts getting a little nervous like visibly like kind of like uh he's what's like, wrong well i don't want to embarrass you so maybe you and i should spend some time tonight at our dinner you know going over some of the social things i should keep in mind because i know it doesn't shine me to make a fool of myself you know, I don't want to do that for you. Mm. I'm your guest. Uh, she she kind of smiles at you and is like, are you trying to ask me on a date? Or is this actually just planning? It can't be both. I mean, I said, the date's what I'm know. really after, but... I've never also... dated anyone before. I don't know. Yeah, let's, let's have a date. And part of the date is you telling me which fuck does what and stuff. <laughs> Oh, this she comes fun. up behind me like ghost and is like, this oh, is the shrimp fork. Oh, this actually, is... I do have something that will help you tonight. And she like, like gets up like from where you're sitting and like goes to her room real quick and then comes back out with like these slippers. She's like, I need these back. Otherwise, I will not be able to sneak out and see you guys. Um, thank you. Think that bit smaller. There, they'll fit you if you want, but actually, they'll fit anybody. But if you wear them, you can walk up walls. Really? Well, how do you, how do you think I get out of the school? I don't really? have any upper body strength. I just thought that was because you were really badass. I mean, it is because you have these. That's still, that's not not badass. But that does make I, more sense. I feel like you have very little understanding of how, what my actual talents are if you thought I could just scale buildings without magical help. I'm not gonna lie, I thought there was like a hidden, I, to be honest, I didn't quite think it all the way through. <laughs> she like flexes, is like, look, we've worked out like twice, to, once together. Does it look like I have pectorals or anything? She does like a little measly flex. <laughs> I can hear Josh laughing through your mic. <laughs> I mean, some of that's it's all legs, you know. You got to be able to push, push off. Oh, I have that from riding horses, just not upper body strength. Exactly. Upper like body strength. You said pectorals. Yeah, oh, that's sorry, what you yeah, said. These are biceps. 
Sorry. These are pectorals. Yeah, when she said pectorals, no, I was like, even oh, I'm not going to touch that. I'm not going to touch that. Yeah, you better not touch that. Use the slippers, but I'll need you to bring them back within a day if I'm going to sneak out of the school and give you guys... Honestly, if even if it's not me who gives you lessons as a group of how to act as my household staff, Felix could probably do it. Felix could? She shrugs. He could probably get you... Give oh, you this lessons. is one of those things with... Got it. Um, well, that's kind of up to you, Jot. Is it okay if I come and see you tomorrow for lunch? Again? I mean, the city guards have no idea what the frequency is, and the elven, the normal guards of the school don't like them being here at all, so I don't think they're going to rat you out. I think they are a little suspicious that somebody who's so well-muscled is my language teacher, but... Yeah, I... Yeah, they didn't seem totally impressed, but um, one of the guards that I recognized was like, nah, he's cool. There's some weird politics involved in this, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I just hope that we're able to help Lady Lane. I hope so too. I I haven't heard anything recently other than my quick message to um, Lord Desternis, but I'm actually trying to figure out who's going to the, if anyone's still going to the festival um, or not, because you think they wouldn't, under circumstances with Lady Elaine's trial, but who knows? Yeah, but there's also not every noble has a good head on the shoulder like you do. Well, the thing I'm afraid of too, and I'm going to be watching for there, is it's also a perfect chance for them not to be in the public eyes of court and and talk secretly. Yeah, exactly. If they to get rid of her. So maybe more important on who goes and who doesn't than normal. I might try to see if, like, Lord Disturnus and Evelyn are going, because I at least know that they probably would support Elaine. I don't know. I'll have to do some digging to see, but that's a politic end, but yeah. And she'll kind of, like, start spending time explaining, like, the rules of etiquette and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she'll start telling you about, like, the festival. She's like, you won't be up. Ob- I don't think you'll be obligated to dance. And we'll have to figure out when the best time to, like, um actually go investigate is it might actually be during like the the, the actual ball dance yeah you itself. and i may be occupied while they do the, mm-hmm. the digging but as far as dancing goes i'm pretty good i just didn't know what kind of dance it is you'd have well, to show me the moves this one's a little interesting there's a very special one that is done during this time but it's normally only for like very serious couples. This is a this is a festival to the love god anyway. Hans and Franz gets a big shitty grin, but he's like, nah, I understand. It'd be kind of weird to do that dance with your language teacher. Yeah, I normally even nobles only do it if they're like seriously courting, but um, it's more, and it's also you have to practice it because one person has to be blindfolded. Oh, sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> maybe we learn maybe we learn that dance for later just you and I <laughs> she, she goes into an explanation about like traditionally the love god kind of felt like there's a really long myth associated with it but the woman that ended up like winning his heart was blind so like people to honor the trust bond between them two like 
they normally have like the the woman will wear like a blindfold and then she has to completely trust like the partner to like lead her into the correct steps which is why it's like such an important intimate mm-hmm. dance because you have to be trust the person yeah, yeah you're yeah. doing it with but no that's yeah then then yeah absolutely not um but <laughs> i mean would we would there be other dances Besides that one? Probably. There's normal casual ones around bonfires and stuff, and the there's going to be two parties. There's going to be the the no, the normal people that are celebrating the holiday and bringing all of their kids in to matchmake them in all, from all the local villages and stuff, because the priest will be in the area. And uh, the nobles, it's more of a socializing sort of thing. They probably will actually have some, like, melees and stuff, too. There's okay. normally like a there's a scavenger hunt, but I mean, this is hard. It's not going to be like a fully fun thing. We're going to be looking for murder. Well, but maybe for you and I, it is just that. I can't. I don't know if I can enjoy spending time doing that if they're if our friends are out looking for. Well, but if we're suddenly in absentia. I mean, that can cause all sorts of problems, Andrew, because you're missing. But because presumably you and I are missing together, that can cause rumors. I'm also pretty good at drawing attention to myself, which would give you the chance to sneak off with them. (sighs) Leaving you with a den of vipers doesn't sound fun, though, either. Sounds kind of fun to me. So did the blindfold thing, which makes me question your taste. (laughs) (laughs) But... I'm not, I can handle whatever they've got. I know not to punch somebody and know when to take an insult on the cheek and when to give some sass. That might work out pretty well. Give you a chance to, you know, go help Felix and, and the rest of them. And I'll sit out there and talk. Maybe I get up and tell the story of what do my people do for our harvest festival? What do the, your people do for your harvest festival? And then, like, we'll just—I don't know if there's anything else you want to ask her. It's like a hedonism. Uh, hedonism? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. Yeah, he, yeah. I don't have anything else. Yeah, he would just... yeah, yeah. You guys have your date time. She gives you some pointers and stuff, and wishes you luck on your expedition into the the rice manor and stuff. <laughs> I tuck the slippers away for now. I'm not going to wear them out. They don't exactly go with my pants. Yeah. So I don't want the And she said whoever wears them, they're going to have to attune to them for an hour or so. Okay. Um, but yeah. Well, Andrew, if they don't go with your pants, take off your pants. That's what I'm going to do. I just didn't want to do it in front of the guards. But do she blink pants? That's all I'm saying. Like, well, you were in a room pants. alone with her, but you know. No, my blink pants are my getaway. I don't want to use them until I have to. Dude, Last wait, you effort. could. You could literally do that to pop on top of the wall, though. And that's I, I, I may. It all depends on <laughs> it depends on if things go sideways. Yeah. And and yeah. Um. So do mm-hmm. we give them to Una? Everybody cool with that? I think so. Yep. Okay. I don't know. I might like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? Please, Una. <laughs> um, any other final things for the night? I will say that because you guys are going so late at night, Sam, I don't know what spells Nora has prepared, but 
you could kind of fit like a long rest in between since where this is where you could change things out if need be. Yeah, there there are spells that I'm definitely going to change out before next. Yeah. Same for the the cleric boys. Same I for change out spells. Same for Aaron's mystery class if it's one that can change spells or not, I won't say. <laughs> Josh and I know. But I'm also not, not a change, cleric boy. Not changing shit. I'm I'm just stuck with mine. Okay. I have cool I'm a, ones. I'm a, I'm a I get to use two of them. <laughs> I get to use two whole spells. Well, depending on if we get into combat, I might use a bunch of them. One one last thing. Yeah. Go, going back to um and I don't know if this will necessarily be in depending on what your your answer is, but um um going to the temple district. I don't remember. I don't think I have anything written down mm-hmm. in my notes, but is there like a fey focused temple or No, cuz fey don't really have an or they have right. like they have their spiritualism where it's like they consult the stars, but otherwise they mostly honor like the forces of nature and stuff like that. So they don't have like yeah. there's not like a the clericy person. It did have and... one thing would I would I know of anything like in the face steps that might help me learn something? Other than anyway. other than divination and the same thing your mom did, that would basically okay. But funny thing, okay, I'm just gonna say this before I tell Lauren her thing really quickly. Uh, it was super funny when you pulled the lovers card because that was the advice, and I'm like, ah, the festival's a matchmaking festival. This is so fucking that's, funny. That's why you had a chuckle. That's for why it. I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was muted, but uh, I was laughing my head off. Um, and then one last thing. Um, so I know Mama said that Relta is. Um, Sylvan, Sylvan word star. for star. Mm-hmm. And I also, <clears throat> I have this um, box in a dotted line. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> um, but it says Relta is associated with the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the lady of the moon, mistress of the wild. Mm-hmm. Do I know that? Or did like you and I talk about that? I don't remember. I think it was because Sam rolled a natural 20 on history from your village and you're like, and I was able to decipher that from the name and like what the root meaning was because I yeah. speak okay. Sylvan. Yeah. Okay. 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 That that halfway so, helps. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of related. It's, it's an astral yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so as I'm a, good. Okay. As a quick thing, mm, uh, Felix, you are leaving the Merchant's Guild. It's probably like three in the afternoon after all that talking and planning. And mm-hmm. as you're walking back to your place, uh, a black cat crosses your path and meows at you and then goes into the alley. I'll follow it. Okay. We follow it and it has a little note tied to it um, and is looking at you like expectantly like to take the note off. I will do so and dig into my pocket and grab the ball of yarn and toss it out. Thank you very much for your services. Cat meows, respectful, like meows in like in return. And then it 
crouches, does the little butt wiggle thing, and charges at the ball of yarn, starts battering it down the alleyway, chasing it, and then it just kind of disappears into, like, a smoke and, like, in the shadows and, like, the, um, kind of, like, it has, like, a little bit of a glittery poof way. Uh, Felix. And your, your response is in the, in the same document you sent me. It's all right. All right. Cool. You will read that once he gets to his room. is set. The heist will commence. What could go wrong? Find out next time on the Guardians of Fahal. Mm-hmm.